Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to a beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Spring Developer Advocate Josh Long, and this show is all about the real heroes behind Spring and its ecosystem. Hi, Spring fans. Welcome to another installment of a beautiful podcast. I am in Washington, D.C. in the uh, airport, headed to St. Martin's. I was uh, on my way here from Los Angeles, where my family was for the holiday. Uh, yesterday, my partner and I were going on vacation, and... Uh, Missed our connection, so we got stuck in D.C. for a day, which turned out to be quite nice, actually. We had, we got to spend the day uh, just, you know, visiting D.C. My, my partner had never been there. That was her first time, and she loved it. We got to take photos, uh, well, not like, like several blocks away, but you can still see in the background the White House there. Uh, we got to take photos in front of the Department of Commerce and uh, the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Memorial, the MLK, Martin Luther King Memorial, and all these great little places that you kind of see in the textbooks. And, and to be honest with you, I've seen them and I've been to all these places before, but I'm usually when I'm in town, I'm, I'm, I'm in town for a conference. And so to just have the chance to be a tourist, just even if only for, you know, 18 hours or whatever it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was rainy, by the way. It was pouring. So we, remember, we packed for the tropics. We're going to the Caribbean. Uh, so I brought, I brought scarce little in terms of warm bundled clothing and uh, waterproof boots and all that. Um, we ended up having to buy like a six pack of socks because our socks kept getting waterlogged as we traped through the rain, but it was still a good lot of fun. We had a, we had a great time. And now we're off to St. Martin and uh, to St. Bart's in the Caribbean. We're going to have a lot of fun there as well. Uh, and because of that, I got to run to catch my flight. So let's get today's episode underway. It's going to be a great one. Uh, today we talked to my longtime friend uh, uh, and uh, kind of a colleague. I, I don't know. I don't know that we ever worked directly together, but we worked together in, different ways uh, in the ecosystem. Uh, Joris Kuyper. Joris is a, a legend in the Spring community. You've no doubt heard about him. He's out of the Netherlands doing all sorts of cool stuff in the Java and Spring specifically uh, communities. And uh, we got to catch up in the Netherlands just a few months ago. This episode was, a, it was just a, one of those uh, spur of the moment, spontaneous discussions. Every time we see each other, we sit down and have a chat about whatever. I always learn something from the man. He's a, he's a, a fount of wisdom, and I was just really glad to have the chance to sit down and turn the microphone on this time. That's the that's the important bit. So, friends, enjoy, and uh, I hope if you celebrate, I hope you had a great holiday, uh, Christmas and uh, Boxing Day, and of course, uh, to all of you, I wish you a very, very happy New Year. Uh, there's there's nowhere to go but up in 2024. It's going to be an amazing year. I can't wait until to join you on this discussion uh, the next year ahead. It's going to be it's going to be great. But uh, we start today. Let's enjoy this episode. Um, and uh, I'll see you next year. Next week. Okay. Hi, everybody. We're, uh, so they we got noise-canceling AI software preventing from people from hearing the insanity of the commotion. There's a conversation going on like a football field away. And it's still loud enough you could probably hear it over the AI. Can you? Yeah. Well, we can hear each other just barely. I don't know. Fingers crossed. So, hi, I'm uh, I'm Josh, and you are? Uh, my name is Joris. Joris Kuypers. Joris Kuypers, yeah. And uh, you're just, I've just, I've known you for, uh, at least since I joined, basically. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. that was it. Uh, so, I've been um, I've been working in the past for uh, Spring Source, even back when it was called Enterprise 21. Uh, not in the same position as Josh, who was a developer advocate. No, he did real work. I, I, I appreciate it. Mostly into training and consultancy, actually. Right. Uh, is what I did. Yeah. And uh, all the way till the uh, the VMware acquisition. Right. And then I left and joined Trifork, which is where I'm currently working. When did you, how far after the uh, 
acquisition. About two years in, I think. Okay, so I think we overlapped for like a year. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it. And that's what I'm saying. I've known you basically ever since. I needed some stock to vest yeah, yeah. <laughs> before I could leave. But I never witnessed uh, personally the uh, the Pivotal uh, spin-off. So it was before. Oh, that. yeah, it was before that. So it was uh, the, the first VMware uh, era, I guess. There's a lot of uh, people like you that... So uh, we talk about the... I talk about the spring diaspora, right? The, the tribes of... Yeah, the, the, the stream just faltered. Uh, you're a huge entity here, Eberhard Wolf. Yeah, uh, Germany, of course. Yeah, Germany, right? Julian Dubois, right? Like, I mean, these yeah. in France. Like, uh, there's some people that have just gone on and done independently amazing things, you know. Uh, and I just, yeah, it's not a surprise, obviously, given the caliber of the people that were there. So it's, here we are, 2023, a full 13 years after you and I would have first talked. And yeah. glad to see you, man. It was like. I saw you in the audience. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah. I, also, because it is indeed all a big family. Uh, actually, we heard about the event from uh, Dave Caron, who uh, oh, works friend. for Pivotal slash VMware. Yep. But what is next? Drive Worker as well. Right. So oh, he's the guy that comes over. And he lives on a houseboat. Which yeah, he does. Super cool. Yeah, like, I want to live on a houseboat. Uh, I heard it's really difficult here. Yeah, it is now yeah, to get in. Yeah. We're in Amsterdam. We're in Spring One Tour Amsterdam, which is, uh, you missed it. If you the come too bad. Get your tips for next yeah. year. On the seventeenth, uh, there is a virtual one, right? So if people, oh yeah, yeah. One, uh, no. forget about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, do that one. Seventeenth. You didn't miss it. It's gonna be fine. You can join now. Uh, that's this month. It's probably this month. It sounds like it's this month. Uh, anyway, I know what I'm doing. Um, so what do you? So you don't? Do you live in a houseboat? No, I don't. I live actually just south of Amsterdam in Amstelveen, but it's a uh, biking distance. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the the location where we are today is actually super close to the Trifold office, so I came a bike. So you work for you work. For, did you found Trifold? No, no, like, no. Um, the uh, the the young? founders of the Carol? of the previous company. Um, we, we were we were acquired by Trifold, and before that, ah. the original company name was J Team, and that was uh, founded by a, a couple of people, including Aleph. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, he's actually one of the people that brought me into uh, to SpringSource. Um, nice. But he also then uh, later when when the VMware acquisition happened, it was my former manager and his manager uh, Steven Schumann, right, who asked me to join their other company. And that's that became the Trifor company after an acquisition. So that's so how the team I got up. acquired by Trifor. Okay, yeah, I think I knew that. Basically. I mean, the, it, and was Allard is it part of it? Yeah, Allard was CTO after, uh, uh, when I joined. Oh. Or uh, shortly after I joined, actually, Bram Schmeitz was the first CTO, and then oh, Allard of, of J Team. Yeah, right, exactly. And then uh, Allard uh, went to the to our spin-off, uh, Exonic. Right, right, exactly. Is now successfully running uh, their own business. Right. And uh, uh, and since he he left, uh, I stood up as a new CTO. Oh, so wow! That's what I'm currently doing, yeah, some that's, amazing that's people. I am CTO. Right. Well, <laughs> you're worthy of the title. Yeah. And it just so happened that they needed somebody of your worth to take yeah. the job. Um, that's great. I mean, it's just a I, this is. Again, the I, I've got good relationships with a lot of these players, and, and some, even I forget sometimes the, the web. Yeah, yeah, you no, know, it's like very interesting indeed. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me about. It. I mean, I just, I'm just, I was really glad to see you here. Honestly, I wasn't expecting. I don't know what I was expecting when I came in this morning. I didn't yeah. have enough coffee with the caffeine, not the other kind of coffee here. Uh, that's the other thing you, people who have never come here before should be aware of. There are two kinds of coffee shops. Both fun, but for different reasons. And be careful about the one you're going into. Um, okay, so we are at Trifork. What do you like? 
What's that about? Yeah, what, what we do it? in, uh, well, actually, Trifork as a, as a global company is uh, doing a lot of different things. Uh, they're originally Danish. Now, I think mostly for tax reasons, it's a Swiss company. Uh, but they um, they have multiple smaller organizations doing all sorts of things related to computers and software. But we in Amsterdam, we build custom enterprise applications. That's our main business um, for a whole variety of customers. We're not specifically uh, in, in one field like finance or education. We do everything. Right. It's our tech stack, really. That's right. uh, that's our strong point, which is uh, Java Spring or Kotlin Spring. Yeah. Uh, oh. People want to talk about that. We do both, yeah. both actually. Yeah. Uh, combination. Uh, and we organize uh, also the go to a conference. Uh, so go to Amsterdam is uh, something that we do. I, so we got some people. Uh, go to. We should talk about that actually. So the we've got uh, some people. Hello. Let me see. You got some nice nice hellos and greetings. Hello to you both. Great. Thank you for that. Hi. Hello. Uh, I said that they missed it, and actually this this uh, fellow uh, just says no. Didn't miss it. Just left. That's the one who wrote yeah. in the book. Good to see you again. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for the book. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, hello from Stockholm. Pity you couldn't make it, but hey, you're close by. Hi from Vietnam. That's amazing. Nice to see you. Great. Okay. So we, you know, your your reputation precedes you, my friend. International. Yeah. yeah. You're an interma- international coder of history. I don't know. Whatever. So so okay. Uh, so you've got this. It sounds like it's an empire of like really really capable uh, engineers. And you've got a uh, conference you go to. Is that all? It was started by Trifork? Yeah. Yeah. It was originally called uh, Yao, but no one could pronounce that. Uh, hey, so we became GoTo. Oh, yes. The Java Object Oriented Conference or something like that. Right. That, that became GoTo. And uh, they originally did it in Denmark. So it was Aarhus, uh, Copenhagen. And then it became also Global Thing. And this is actually how we became part of Trifork. We helped them to organize the first GoTo Amsterdam. And they liked, uh, they liked us so much that they bought us, basically. So wait, Yao, what, Yao is J A O O, but it used to be okay. That is what turned into go to. Yeah, that got turned. So this, and I've spoken at that one, oh, and I've spoken at go to. Yeah, yeah. And even I, somebody who's been to these events, in, <laughs> yeah, in Sweden and in here, I've done, and I've done go to Aarhus. I've yep. been go to. You've in, been in go to Amsterdam. Actually. Amsterdam, yeah. yeah. Did that one in the yeah, the spring track. Van Berlash. Yeah, Berlash. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The market, right? Yep. Northern Thailand. Look at that. All these people that are just happy to see you. Look at that. Very good. Um, so hello from Singapore, right? We got uh, people from all around the world who are just happy to talk to somebody as amazing as you, my friend. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that event was... Do you Are you on the chair of that? or like, Yeah, a program committee. Oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, and uh, for a long time, it was uh, Try for Global who organized it. We just helped out. Uh, but last year and also this year, we're doing it ourselves, basically. Well, do you so that's want nice. a speaker next year? Yeah, well, we're still uh, actually looking for speakers, so we're setting up the program. Uh, I can serve coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, you know. No, it's a nice. It's a conference that's uh, for those of you who are watching who know know where go to uh, is general software development oriented. So it's not specifically on Java or the yeah. or something like that. We, it's a really highbrow show. Yeah, honestly, it, take this as a compliment. I it's up there with like QCon exactly. and uh, yeah. and uh, Yao Y O W. Yeah. Exclamation mark in the yeah, earlier. Actually, uh, that is part of the go to. Uh, now it is. Brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently, exactly. But that's yeah, another one that's yeah. just super yeah. highbrow. Like these are the the for whatever reason they've also invited me over many years, but usually they have great speakers, right? Despite their missteps with me, and uh, like you get like uh, just like when go to you get these like I don't know has Martin Fowler been at your yeah yeah definitely. yeah of course yeah, yeah. it's like. 
So it's just a really good show. Yeah. Really, really yeah. good show. Uh, Fowler stopped speaking altogether, right? Yeah, he doesn't like it anymore. Who does it? Martin Fowler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's it just writes now. Oh, yeah, I like his writing actually more than a lot of his speaking. So, so yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, from Germany. Oh, small world. Look at that. Just a, just next door, sort of. Good stuff. Welcome, everybody. Hi, good. Uh, from Barat, where is this? I'm uh, I'm not very good with the no, I don't know either. geography. Where's where's that? Uh, one of these. I'll look it up later. I, wait. I should look it up now. Okay, <laughs> keep talking. So tell us. So why did you join um, that? Oh, India. But where in India? Why did you join Trifrog? Why not go to? Uh, why not start your own thing? What, like you had come out of consulting with the Spring Team, right? Yeah, it, it was uh, basically because of uh, the uh, my manager and his uh, his boss um, had ties to the company that I currently work at already. Right. So they asked me to uh, to go over there. Uh, also, it was because of personal reasons as well with uh, with Spring Source. Right. I used to travel a lot um, just to customers, to do training all over Europe. And um, nowadays I have four kids. So oh, I, congrats. I got more and more over the years and I uh, thought that, that would be a good reason to say, well, I'm going to travel a little bit less. I want something more close to home, yeah. more stable. Yeah. And this was that job offering, basically. I see. Yeah. So uh, that helped. And uh, what also didn't help with Springsworth was one of the greatest jobs I've ever done. Uh, partly because it was uh, super diverse, right? We, super diverse. Yeah, yeah. we did, we did uh, consultancy, we created trainings, we did yeah. trainings, we did all sorts of things, we wrote blogs, articles. Then we got acquired by VMware. And also, they created Spring. Yeah, like, so yeah but I wasn't really involved in that. I know, but yeah, Spring sure I know you, I know you yeah. head back into the engineering teams, yeah. and that got turned into features that yeah. were in the Spring projects. But for me personally, things changed quite dramatically after the VMware acquisition because they don't understand that you can have a single person doing consultancy, creating training, oh, delivering right. three departments at least. Yeah, it is. So you have, to, you have to choose, and then after a while, you're just delivering trainings. And Hard. as a trainer, I like to do trainings occasionally based on the experience I yeah. get with being hands-on. And uh, I can actually do that more easily nowadays than I could then. So that's right. what I still do every now and then. You know how it is, large company life, it, it, yeah. it's a multifaceted. Yeah, absolutely. But each facet is huge. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, well, that's, sir, what is the difference? Okay, you want to take a warm-up question? A, a technical, yeah. Well, oh, here. What is the difference between software development and web development. I think it's the one is just a subset of the other one. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I would have said if I was at Mark. Web development is development for you, but there is a lot more. Yeah. And uh, even web development nowadays, I think, is not that clearly defined. Um, is it uh, just doing the front end? Is it the integration part? Is, is it developing a REST API? Is that web development? No one knows. No one even knows what a REST API is nowadays. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I tend to shy away from the word <laughs> using the word REST, even let's just yeah. say we're doing JSON over HTTP, so we don't get into arguments. I talk about <laughs> HTTP APIs. Am I? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, this is one of those things where our friends on the Spring team are so prophetic. Yeah. You look at at controller. Yeah. It's so not tied to HTTP. You're even uh, shying away from REST controller, right? Just yeah. at response body now. Because, um, because yeah, because like I can use at controller with WebSockets. I can use at controller with RSocket. I can exactly. use it with GraphQL. Yeah. I can use it with. Uh, um, uh, what's the other one we just did? Lambda, right? Like, no. uh, like you can take functional stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it's just a thing that transports a protocol into business logic. It has nothing to do with web, and uh, necessarily it can. Oh, exactly, know? exactly. Well, so okay. What is your okay? You're a CTO working at the avant-garde and the cutting edge of uh, the the latest and greatest in tech in the in in the Netherlands, a place that is itself a quagmire full of like great businesses around banking and services no. and all this stuff. Like it's just a really interesting hot bit of activity and you've got 
you're involved in some of the most uh, cutting edge conferences. What are some of the patterns that people should know about? What are some of the things that like you think are going to take the world well, by storm? I think in our space, something that was also a topic here today at the conference, actually in your talk, as well as uh, the other ones with uh, the, the native compilation with GraalVM. Right. I'm quite enthusiastic about that. Oh, good. Me too. For two reasons. Uh, one, because of the uh, for, for existing applications, like services that we run as microservices 24-7. Right. It will just be a huge cost saving. Right. Um, yeah. And that means, uh, well, all the money for our customers better spend on other things. And you take, and you and I can take the credit. See, I, I'm all about when exactly. the Java team delivers features, and we can take credit for that. Yeah. So that means that it will just help the things that we do already with Java. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, I think even is uh, it opens up a whole new area of use cases where Java simply wasn't an option before because of the fast startup times, because of the overhead. Um, so, so we get we get to use it in so many more places. Uh, so what do you so? You're, uh, you know, being real here a little bit. I mean, we're both fans, but you know, you're smart. So, what is, what are some of the? Have you, when you broach it with people, what's, what if any is the pushback? On the native stuff, you mean? Yeah, or yeah, sure. Yeah, there, there's plenty, of course, because, um, uh, well, it's harder. Yeah. Uh, people don't understand how it works. It takes longer. Yep. Uh, and stuff may break, and then uh, it's hard for people to find out to debug. Yeah. What happened? Oh, I had actually I was preparing a, a talk on uh, for a local uh, meetup in uh, Utrecht uh, two weeks ago on yeah. native. So I, the night before, I did some oh. uh, preparations. I installed GraalVM on my Windows machine, so I could also do some things like showing the integration testing oh. that is now integrated with native. You need right. to have a locally totally. working uh, GraalVM for that. I had it all set up, and then I, I wrote a failing test uh, just to showcase something. And it failed, but not because of what I thought it would fail. Okay. Uh, it actually failed because I was using uh, JSONPath, which I think you demo, or the, uh, it was actually um, the second talk. We saw a demo with JSONPath. Right. But it turns out if you use certain JSONPath expressions, oh, yeah, of course, that requires certain classes that represent the expression functions. That right. They need to be available. And apparently, the GraalVM metadata isn't really just there quite yet. So it would fail with, uh, it cannot find certain classes. When you try to... So you need to be prepared for that at least a little bit. Totally. But I, I really like being as on the, on, on the forefront of these sort of things and finding out about these things because it, it also shows you how things actually work if they break and then you yeah. have to work around them and that's how you become an expert at these things, right? You don't wait until the rest of the world has figured it all out and right. then look. By the way, actually, I think for a lot of people who are learning software, I agree with what you're saying. I heard, I just, wanted, it just inspired a sort of related point. I'm going to like veer away for just yeah, a second. Yeah. I think to what you just said, if for, I get all, I get asked all the time, what can I do to contribute to open source projects? Uh, yeah. Are you, if you were to go find a project that doesn't work with GraalVM, contribute to metadata. It is boring, yeah. dumb, mindless, but it's so valuable. It's not fun work, okay? I'm not going to lie to you and sit here and say it's like creating the next Mona Lisa, you know, the, the La Joconde. It's not. It's it's painful. But if you do it, you it's a force multiplier. Everyone yep. that uses that project from then on down, will now be able Absolutely. to do this, you know? And it's huge indeed. Uh, same experience with uh, something like Danino. This is a library for logback that yeah. you can use for uh, conditional logging configuration. Wow. That still has some issues with GraalVM, but if you can like, get into that, figure out the stuff that breaks, 
figure out maybe doing it in a different way that that is usually and this is also this is also the story like how i ended up with something like uh the spring source company yeah i used to work on open source on uh, a continuous integration tool called cruise control and then i went oh, that to, thing yeah. yeah and i went to the very first uh, spring one conference in antwerp it was right. like one day thing i think and uh that's my old friend from devux yeah, yeah exactly and i was looking around for some people that i uh, might recognize and then i saw aleph and he looked at my name tag and said hey you're the cruise control guy yeah. use that to build spring <laughs> so this is how we actually got into contact so yeah getting into open source is, is great for a lot of different reasons i think but the career is definitely one of them as well yeah and but I, but people will i would be grateful if somebody made the library that i use that doesn't work with gravium work with gravium i'm yeah. saying that's low-hanging fruit yeah and it's uh it's fun okay so we have some good questions here by the way that's cool what you just described. That's yeah. really, so. Is, does Jason, are you going to submit a PR for the JSON path stuff? Does, yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, because it should cool. be quite straightforward. Just figure out what classes are the functions there and get it into the JSON file. Right. Yeah. Just and it's you can even use a Java agent. There's like yeah, exactly. I saw that. Yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get into that's a whole other show. Okay. So we got some questions here, friend. Um, I'm a Spring beginner. What version should I use? Start that Spring today. Whatever is it selected there. Label. Yeah. Yeah, just go to start that spring today. Let it generate the project for you, and then you can open that up, and it's got all the right versions. Uh, okay, any tips on minimizing the costs of running Spring Boot in production? We recently had to use Node.js for some of our services currently on Azure Spring apps. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, GraalVM will do that. that project Loom yep. will do that, right? And uh, GraalVM, like we said, it's not a, it's not going to be guaranteed, but for smaller services, it's it almost always works for me out of the box. For anything a little bit more complex. You might hit a JSON yeah. path or whatever. Another thing that could also help, right? If you if something like uh, GraalVM native is just a step too far still, is uh, look at the different types of JVMs. Uh, my own project, for example, are running on OpenJ9, uh, oh, yeah. the IBM Sumeru stuff. It's just a bit more efficient in terms of memory. So if memory is the thing that you want to get down, that yep. might be worth looking into. There's true. You can get a lot of, uh, you can squeeze a lot of, you can squeeze, you know the expression, yeah. squeeze blood from a stone? Yeah, exactly. Or squeeze wine from a stone, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can totally do that with uh, just switching JDKs these days. Um, and then, uh, yeah, okay, okay, what else? For a non-tech student, what is the best tip to get started to learn computer languages? Oh, languages in general, yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> I think um, uh, on, on most languages, you will find plenty of tutorials and stuff. I think mostly do it yourself, right? Some yeah. people get into this trap where they just need to read up on things and think they need to know everything before they actually try stuff out themselves, make sure you program things. Pick yeah. maybe a sam one sample and program it in different languages if, if learning languages is a thing that you're looking for. Uh, well, if you haven't done any languages, then I would stay within. Yeah, that's true, that's true. For the first, at least yeah. get to the point where you can write a class and understand yeah. what's happening, you know? Yes. Uh, so that means you have to know methods, variables, uh, some basic st imperative stuff, loops. But whatever. nowadays there's tons of uh, sites out there where you can learn to code. Oh yeah, if, if you, That's what you're, uh, what you're after. Yeah, uh, okay. So, okay, let me, so I'll, since they're, the chat has gone quiet again, yeah. which is fine. Let me get back to our conversation here. So, okay, so you've got, you're, you're all in on the GraalVM stuff, like me, good stuff. Uh, what are, like, we were talking earlier about um, uh, CQRS and Exxon. Yeah. Our friend, uh, Allard, he's, I, I'm, I, I consider him just an amazing luminary. And he's one of those people where I don't think enough people know about him. I think he should be a lot bigger, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, uh, it's a shame that people like me, or very loud, get get more attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I contribute nothing. I oh, just the, uh, take, you know. For people not aware, um, Axon Framework is uh, an open source framework that you can use to build applications in Java that use patterns called CQRS and event sourcing. 
Um, command query responsibility segmentation, yeah, which is uh, yeah. the original pattern CQS. Yeah, that's uh, even that's yeah. Evans, right? That's domain driven design. Yeah, CQS is from um, uh, what's his name? Uh, who came up with the term? Uh, well, he wrote he wrote books on it. And he even has uh, his own .NET event store. The, uh, 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 oh, that's, uh, the, other. the Canadian guy. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm really bad with names. Sorry, uh, Greg Young. Yes, Greg hey. Young. Oh, Greg yeah. Young is uh, what I'm talking. We're forgetting stuff. Exactly. Um, so, uh, so no, but um, uh, Alert uh, used to be, uh, like I said, the CTO of Trifork. And during those days, uh, many years ago already, he uh, he read up on these things and thought, hey, it would be nice to try try this out in an application. And he noticed that when you want to apply those concepts, because they're really just concepts, you do actually need quite a lot of boilerplate. You need to uh, make sure that you can um, uh, load events, that you can play them onto an empty object, which is called an aggregate, so that it gets some state right. to be able to publish these things, you need to be able to store them. Um, there's quite a lot of, let's say, infrastructure-like code. And uh, well, as uh, we all know, uh, if you're into Spring, uh, a lot of infrastructure stuff is typically better pushed down into a framework. Absolutely, and Spring is great at frameworks on top of Spring. Yeah, exactly, and that's what Axon uh, basically became. And yeah. um, it lived in its own uh, little niche for a while. With uh, It was popular, but I think the whole space of secret event sourcing was quite small until microservices happened. Yes. And then uh, that is when, when interest exploded because people were looking for a way to say, but how can I split up my system in a way that actually makes sense? Or how can I start up with a monolithic system that we can then later break into right. little pieces? Seeker as an event sourcing are a very Natural. nice technique for that. Yeah, exactly. One thing I was, I was, I was so I just did the uh, keynote with Allard for yeah. the Axonic show a week or two ago, right? Uh, but I was in Singapore doing it remotely. And I'll show you a photo of me like, I had the giant screen, but he was on stage at the conference, right? Yes, and yeah. I'm uh, I'm behind him in this giant screen, and I'm my like he's like this, and my giant fingers <laughs> to pick him up, you know. It's like, um, but anyway, like uh, one thing that was because when you mentioned a bunch of patterns, CQRS is one pattern you can do. It's just separating the writes from reads, right? Yep. Simple, right? And then another is event sourcing. I want to like have a single record of truth, which is a stack of messages that if I were to replay them in order, exactly would reconstitute the world state. Of my system, yeah. that's another thing, okay. And and then there's a um, uh, event sourcing, the aggregate, and the domain, domain yeah. design, the idea yeah. of the aggregate, which is I have an object whose state is controlled relative to this root object, yes, right, exactly. and uh, yeah, and and so all those things taken together are, you know, you can do each of those by themselves. You can do aggregates with JPA. You can do yeah. uh, event sourcing with Kafka. You can do and weird, but you can. Yeah, you can do. Uh, um, uh, we even we even have a system where we uh, where we introduce this after the fact. So yeah. we actually have indeed instead of event sourcing, we're just storing the current state of the aggregate. As right. like yeah. But uh, I will say for most, it does it doesn't really feel not. It's better together. It, and, yes, absolutely. And this is why that guy was. We had a somebody who was complaining about how it was paradigm. It was like a very yeah. different thing to do to use Axon, and that's because Axon actually seamlessly blends all three of these patterns. Yeah. So that every app is using a, it, you can. It's flexible. It's a Spring-based. It supports Spring, right? So it does have have these like nice uh, yeah. escape hatches. Well, all the configuration, right? <laughs> Which we and I helped. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he's really the Axon team have done a phenomenal job. Do you see they have native image support uh, now? Really? Yeah. I didn't see that yet. I hope okay. with that they have te they have the you know that ad service connection stuff. Yeah. That we he and I worked on that, and now you can do like Axonic server. As a add service connection, with yeah, for the, uh, that's a integration container. Cool. It's just cool. phenomenal. They, I throw, I, I'm like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if this was supported? And the next thing I know, some, I get like yeah. a message like, we we put it together. What do you think? I'm like, what? 
they're they're often like like because we are as you know our community the the spring community uh a lot of times people they, they twist and they bend and they use these interfaces that we provide yeah. abstractions and they do amazing things you know it's one of the things that that really drew me into spring is is that it has all of these nice extension hooks it's, yeah uh, it even gets to the point where you're working on some new part of spring that you've never seen before and you start thinking there must be something like this and and nine out of ten times there is because <laughs> you learn how these how these people think and it's just so nice uh well and oh yeah well yeah that's what i'm saying like a it's not even necessarily from spring. It's from Triforce. Yeah, it's from yeah, it's a, a consistent, uh, consistent thing. And uh, yeah, um, we got some more questions. <sighs> okay, why should I, as a Java developer, learn Kotlin? By the way, somebody says, thanks, we'll try that. I love spring. I am a fan. Okay, thank you very much for that. Uh, from two people who have worked on spring for, uh, I mean, officially for more than a decade. Yeah. So, you know, like, thank you. It, we do that. We love this world and we love this ecosystem, I think, because of people like you, right? Just this, it's definitely not for the money. I, they, pay me in <laughs> they pay me in coffee, you know? Uh, but it, it's just this amazing community of ours. Okay, so why Kotlin? Why, yeah, indeed. Yeah, well, uh, actually, um, uh, because I would say that most people just consider it a better Java. That's yeah. a bit of an easy answer. And uh, it's not because, you're not saying this because they had Kotlin Conf in, here in Amsterdam. No, 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 I didn't even go there. Uh, no, although I think it's also partly related to what we do. It's yeah. some of the organization. But uh, no, uh, we, we started to look into Kotlin indeed because of things like uh, the nullability features. Right. right. You don't get null pointers because you can declare if something can return null or not. And they have to explicitly deal with it. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, although it, that has improved a lot, but Kotlin's functional programming APIs were nicer than Java's for quite some time. I still think they're nice. Perfect sites are nice. Exactly. And uh, uh, some things that really drew me to Kotlin when I first looked at it was that it had some of the like groovy-like features, and also syntax that it borrowed, yeah. that I'm, I, I was a groovy fan. Groovy's great. Quite some time, I think. Yeah. Uh, and and but also uh, innovative stuff like coroutines for um, uh, doing async programming, but in a more natural way right. than uh, you're doing everything on top of APIs and getting right. some more built-in language support for that. Suspend functions are exactly. amazing. Uh, so those are some of the reasons that that we do Kotlin, but we're not a Kotlin exclusive shop. Uh, we still do a lot of projects just in Java, and with Java 17, especially 21 now, oh. uh, there's tons of good stuff in there as well. So huge, and uh, well, that's the thing. I'm I. I know this sounds ridiculous, but I, I was thinking about it. Like, your average JavaScript programmer writes more lines of code. Yeah, yeah. Express the same thing as we can do now in Java. It's, it's also a, a, a lot of people, I think, also who haven't really kept up with Java itself as a language uh, yeah. have a very, a very weird idea of what the language still is. Uh, there has been so much stuff added to it, and it's. Uh, I think it's a pleasure to work with still, uh, actually. Yeah, me in too. In many respects, yeah. very, very nice language. We got a. You want to you want to try because I I'm scared I might screw this up because maybe I'm missing some I don't know maybe I I can take for granted certain things yeah. I'm going to try it again. What is the difference between variables and objects in Java, and what are the constructors? Okay, I would say that a a, a variable is basically a pointer, right? So nope. it's a reference to an object. He is, I'm I'll bet if this person doesn't know what a variable is, they don't know what a pointer is. Yeah. See. Uh, this is what I was worried about. I was worried that we would not be able to get. We're on step ten, and this person's on step zero. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to get to step one. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. try again. Variables are a name for some value in the program. It's yeah. just a way. It's a, in programming we talk about nominal 
names, you know, names. You want to give thing a, a name. This is not person. This is yours and I'm Josh. So we have, we are instances of an object called class, uh, called a person, but his name is yours and I'm Josh. That's, that's a variable. And then constructors are the, do you know about functions? If you know about functions, then you know that you can pass in parameters and, and so on. So a, a constructor is a function that you use to set up the state to set up the yeah basically when you think about object. when you think about classes and objects a class is like a template it's like a blueprint for how to create an object yeah it has certain variables certain fields um so name, person age. Be, yeah so a person could be a class it could have a field called name and a constructor is a way to say give me an object of this particular type of this yeah. particular class and this is how you should create it Right. Yeah. You can enforce certain states. You can uh, make sure that it corresponds to certain expectations when you use the constructor. That's the way, basically, that it works. This is, I like these questions. I, so I don't know what, so sometimes I get these uh, sort of, this is like, I published a, you know what I did? I think I, I think I know what happened. Welcome to the channel, by the way. I think some of you are new and here's why. I've been publishing like intro to Java, ah, okay. 101 kind That's, of stuff. Uh, draws in a new audience. Uh, and I love that. And uh, so thank you for yeah. these questions. It is, I've often thought about it because we both of us have been in this space for so long already. Oh, it, it, it must be hard to start learning all of this stuff now from scratch because we, we sort of grew with it. Right. It seems easier that way. Right. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I was talking to people about, so one of the things I love about Java, have you been playing with it? data-oriented programming support that Brian gets. It was I've been reading talking. a really nice blog from him about it. I haven't yeah. been using it myself yet, but I, I, I read the blog that he wrote because it, it was finally one of the pieces that didn't just explain the syntax, but it explained the rationale, <laughs> the motivation. Yeah, exactly. Really nice. Is it on InfoQ? Yeah, I think that it was, was that one. Last year, right? Yeah. August or whatever of 2020. Yeah. That's a great blog. And um, it, it's, it, um, it would, it, okay, it's great. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I wonder what that looks like if you then hear about OOP all the time. And, yes, and for, strange. But as, for, since 2015, yeah. you might have heard all, a little bit about functional programming, yes. FP, and I got DOP. Even I had the same uh, idea first when I read up on things like pattern matching, where you yeah. have like instance of checks. It, when you first look at that code, you feel like, hey, but this is against everything I learned, right? <laughs> if I have code that uses instance of every, anywhere, right. I'm doing it wrong. Right. I should be using polymorphism. What is happening here? But it's a different style of programming. Yeah, yeah. Oriented it's, yeah. programming. Is it? That's why I like the article so Me much. Too. It explained those type of things. So why would you want to do this? Yeah. Um, Okay, so anyway, well, good good questions. Uh, in terms of performance, what have you uh, on Java as compared to Python for developing a, something? Uh, training, training. Uh, well, uh, uh, Python in myself is, is super slow, but it's typically used to integrate things that are very fast. Yeah, so <laughs> that's how, it, how it's with Python. Uh, Java itself is uh, usually fast enough for most things. When it comes to high frequency trading, that sort of thing, if you're interested in that, you should be following Martin Thompson. Um, he's been, yeah, he's doing Aaron like uh, high high throughput networking. He's been doing things uh, the, um, uh, in the space of how to use uh, almost no object allocations yeah. for effectively distributing work. Ring buffers, ring buffers, like exactly that. That's into that space, but it's a very uh, niche, super area. niche. Trust me, that's uh, yeah. they, 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 Martin Thompson is not a some kid who just graduated college. He's he's been down this rabbit hole for yeah. decades, and he is the. He's come out the other side with a long beard and yeah. This is um, <laughs> some tablets. Uh, you, if you're gonna, if you're interested in this stuff, look up terms like mechanical sympathy. Uh, sympathy, you will find it. Okay. Um, yep. And, and it, it even has. He has stuff like, oh yeah, but if you code this as seven bits instead of eight bits, it will be more efficient to cache on the uh, on the CPU cache level one. 
it's stuff that I really don't know a lot about and don't typically care about because I build very different types of applications. Yeah. yeah. And it is definitely interesting. Did I spell that right? Yeah, yeah I think it's nice. Yeah. He's, a, he's great. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, uh, okay. Uh, all that to say. So the kinds of applications you're busy, building these days, when, okay, put it another way. When was the last time you built your, uh, your, your an iOS app? Yeah, uh, me personally, never actually. Okay, no, 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 I'm not. Uh, no, we do a lot of back and forward stuff. Uh, I was just going to say, so you're the Trifork is in the business of like server side. Yes, very much. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're not out there building like uh, somebody's new HTML5. No, not typically. Client. No, we do have, of course, we do have projects that involve uh, things like uh, maybe even native clients, uh, web clients a lot. Right. But it's not our forte, really. Uh, the the main thing that we're good at that we're building is 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 backend oriented systems. Yeah, could be integration related APIs. Lots of stuff with just APIs nowadays. Right. Uh, in all sorts of different areas. Uh, but we have, we definitely have front as well. Uh, a lot of systems involved with uh, uh, exams and uh, yeah. tutoring that sort of stuff. Yeah. Where we um, support certain standards for asking all types of different questions, not just simple multiple choice stuff, but like graphical rich things where wow. you draw in stuff and then the people need to show that they um, oh, wow. know where some place is on the country, for example, on a map, that sort of thing. Super cool. So that has a lot of front end. Visualization. So it's yeah. not about how to translate that into your reactor view, but it's more about, I know about geometry and I know about. Also, yeah, they have to add that code, that sort of stuff as well. Right. Yeah. 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 But indeed, a lot. But it, me personally, for example, a lot of things that I'm currently with are indeed integration and APIs, like Spring integration. Uh, not so much actually. I have done a lot of stuff in the past with Spring integration. Um, I like it to use at the boundaries of the of the systems. Not so much for in the middle because, because you can hang it off the edge of your microservice, you know. Yeah, but I would know where a lot of our, what we do is um, on the on the on the outside is HTTP based. So it's uh, REST controllers. It's REST okay. template still. Sure. Oh, what about the what things? That yeah, the new create? one. Yeah, it looks really nice yeah. because I've been looking into the web clients yeah. for a long time, right. and I always thought it looked super hacky to use it for a blocking application. Yeah, uh, just uh, get the whole of Webflux in, the whole of Reactor in, and then just block on something that is async. It's like worst of both worlds. It doesn't feel great. We, we, we get threat switches, so you're logging no. and breaking. Uh, I couldn't really see the point. Yeah. Um, also, fortunately, a lot of a lot of people thought because I think there was one article or someone who once said that REST template would be deprecated, even though it was not. not that deprecated. were it's just sort of no, but they they got a bit afraid of the REST template and they weren't quite sure what was happening. And now for people who have missed that, there is actually a new blocking REST client in Spring called the REST client right. that reuses the REST template infrastructure. So if you already have stuff like interceptors written or HTTP message conversion, right. you can just plug it in. Uh, but it has a newer API that is much more like the web client. Do it, Fluid, so, yeah. exactly that sort of thing. So yeah, that's definitely something I'm going to look into yeah. using. Uh, and of course, our old friend, the JDBC template, now has a, a brother uh, yeah. JDBC client. Yeah, which also just like that, the interceptors for the REST template, the row mappers for the JDBC client, they're still yeah, they're nice because that's where a lot of logic lives, oh, right? Totally. So otherwise, you're just calling methods, you're just chaining stuff. Yeah. Um, we got a so okay, I want to learn Java concurrency, multi-threading. What do you recommend to get started? Don't. Yeah. Like my answer is don't. Yeah. I mean, there's Brian Getz has Java concurrency that's, practice. If you really want, exactly. If you want to really learn that, that's the book I would recommend. Oh. I have it. Yeah, we all we've all read it. Yeah, uh, he's the only person that truly understands it. And even there, I don't. I, yeah, they're just. Yeah, I also have the book on Java and AO two. Oh yeah, yeah. I never read too. that completely. I couldn't make it through. <laughs> There's also Java. <laughs> so Riley was Martin Thomas. 
Martin, no, no, Thomas Elliot. Yeah. Elliot, Elliot, Thomas Elliot, was it? Who's the guy that, uh, being filmed oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, oh, we're good. on a live stream. We're on a live stream. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. So, okay, um, well, there was a guy, jo Thomas Elliot, he did Java IO, the Riley book. Um, and Java, let's see, Java IO. He also did the, uh, okay, so why not? M for J, I think. Java IO's second book. Is that the one that also? Elliot Rusty Harold. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Old name. He, the, uh, he did the web framework as well before that. Uh, no, you're, you're, thinking, you're thinking of Howard Lewis. Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. Different guy. Yes, yep. Yeah, yeah, that's Tapestry yeah, guy. Yeah, Tapestry indeed. So I was looking, I was thinking about that. So, so old. <laughs> so good, though. And I, do you remember the old file blog? Yeah. Yeah, Annie. Honey. Honey's back. Honey, he's back. He's back. He wrote a not not as the bow block, but oh, he no. actually recently wrote a blog um, on um, yeah. uh, um, Amazon. Uh, uh, he's working for Amazon now, and they did something with um, hysterically. Is he hysterically funny still? No, oh, no, he be, he sad. Be, no, he became properly boring. <laughs> it so, was it was actually a blog on um, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Bloom filters. Oh, very good. The use of the use of Bloom filters He's such a for genius. caching uh, stuff on the clients of the Amazon Prime. Uh, so look at that. Hani Suleiman, he did this amazing blog called yeah. the bile. You know, the bile, like the, the stuff that you use to digest your food. Bile, like bile the, blog. the acid, you know? Service The bile blog. Yeah. And he would just eviscerate well-known figures in the Java community. There none of them, none of the none of the, the blogs were flattering. But it was also kind of a big deal if you got bioblog. He, he did call out Rod Jones for a oh. doubly, doubly selective. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. it's a kids channel. Yeah. Um, and then and then uh, and then also there was a he he called out Howard Lewis Ship the the bearded yeah, wonder. Yes. It's like oh yeah yeah yeah. And I like Howard. You know he's great. Uh, honey H A N I space S U L E I M A N A I M A N. I think Suleiman. Suleiman, yeah. So. Yeah, bioblog. From the blog's no longer. It's been discontinued. Well, he's like, still in the business. That's uh, oh, he's out. I know that's yeah. Yeah, yeah no. he, he's he's hysterical. He's great. And, he, and by the way, when you meet him in real life, he's the nicest dude. It's just the coolest, most calm. It's just these blogs are like out of left field, you know. Yeah. Okay, so we got some more questions here. We got some more questions. Uh, generative AI and Java. Oh yeah. So have you heard yeah. about? Do you have any? Is AI impacting your work? <laughs> well, it will for sure. Uh, yeah. I'm not using it that much myself yet for things like uh, uh, developer support. Yeah, uh, I'm usually the person still that people go to for developer support. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, no, this is definitely something that I'm very interested in. And it was really only last week that I've started to dive in. They had at Dovox, they had a, a ton of talks about uh, LLMs and generative AI and how it interacts with Java. Right. Um, so I'm just learning now about some new concepts. And today here we actually had a talk from Mark Pollack about Dr. a new Pollack. a new project called Spring AI, which is uh, very much in line with uh, some of the other things that were also presented at uh, DevOps. So it's about integrating with these tools through APIs, yeah. uh, abstracting some of the differences, so you can actually switch between them. Yeah. Uh, making sure that you have your own local data, you can feed it into the models. So it's, uh, that's definitely something that we're going to have. Uh, uh, a very close look at uh, soon. And this is one of those things where, again, if you know about this stuff, we'd love to hear from you because, yeah. again, it's an experimental early days project. You yeah. know, we, please. And same for you. 
come on, Trevor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys. This is very exciting times uh, in that sense because it, it opens up so many new opportunities. It, yep. For programming, it's also super weird. We saw some examples today where instead of now configuring a framework, you have to actually prime this model with the English sentence and say, pretend you are this and this, answer is this and this. I'll make yeah. sure you don't use too many words and uh, summarize the five bullet points, please. Yeah, and this, this is now our API. It's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, and you can actually get yeah. it to give you like JSON or XML or yeah, 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 yeah. It's still structured. That's the, yeah. I think that's the interesting thing. It's not just string in, string out. So, okay. So let me see. What do we got? Uh, I've been working as a Java, core Java developer just over a year in the industry. Welcome, welcome to the industry. Uh, should I focus on frameworks or some specific uh, concepts to grow myself as a software developer and upskill myself? You should, I would say my advice in general for these sort of things is focus on the stuff you're actually using in your day-to-day -day job, but learn it deep. That's what most yeah. people don't do, right? Most people either just are all over the place, they want to learn everything about everything, which is too too much and too hard, right? Uh, or they just learn the stuff that they need to get by and they never get deep. Uh, I, my advice would be learn the stuff that you actually use, but do it deep, right? Because that will always benefit you. Yeah, Always. And this is also what I did with Spring. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, you can never you, you can never learn everything, so don't bother. Just no, get, exactly. learn the stuff that applies to your domain, get good at yeah, it. Like exactly. you just yeah, you need to focus. You need focus. People asked about uh, learning, and, and Deshaun just came in with a great answer, which is uh, Spring.academy. You can learn yeah. all about Spring yeah. there. And a little promotion here. Yeah. If you want to take these courses like in a live classroom-based settings rather than online, we actually provide those because we are a VMware partner here in the Netherlands for the official spring trainings. That's so, so yeah, from the source. Yes. And, and again, do you actually do any of those trainings? Yeah, I do. I do still. I still enjoy doing it every now and then. Yeah. That'd be so I'm, cool. I'm probably the person doing this for the longest time who's still doing it. Well, because you've been in the world. <laughs> the best. I'd be surprised. You were doing it back before <laughs> yeah, spring sort, you know, during spring That's the weird. Already, yeah. Um, okay. What anything I should point so go to, I don't have to tell people to. They need to go to one of those conferences. They're fantastic. I I just bleeped myself out because they're amazing, but it really is just one of the best shows on the planet. Um, obviously you've heard me gush ebulliently about your spinoff there, Axonic. I'm yep. a big fan there as well. What about uh, PyFork.nl? Is that the website? Yeah, we actually, uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because we only just launched that. It used to just redirect to trifor.com for ages. Yeah. Uh, but I think since a month or so, we now finally have our own website. So indeed, trifork.nl if you want to learn more about right. what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, trifork. So T-R-I-F-O-R-K.nl. Yes. Learn all about this amazing, and by the way, this company, even trifork has been around for at least a decade now. Yeah, yeah they're using forever. They had their own certified J2EE 1.4 application server in the past. <laughs> 1.4. Yes, I think it was. That was, that was before 2005. This was EGP2, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like that. that is a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, will, will AI affect the jobs? Uh, yes. Yeah. It will. Yeah. It's, yeah. But I don't, but I think like most of these things, it's not a matter of will it cost jobs, right? It will just change jobs. Force me to fire. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I think. Uh, okay. My friend. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. My pleasure. I look at these great questions we got. People are, we got a CTO from one of the most visible companies in the open source world to sit here and explain uh, constructors, which is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the great questions, everybody. They're, uh, I can see they're packing up the conference, so we should, we should yeah, get out of here before they get mad at us.
Bye, everybody. Thanks. A Beautiful Podcast is produced by me, Josh Long. I do these podcasts because I believe that everything we do in software is for and made better by people. I want to hear from you. I'm Josh at joshlong.com by email or at S-T-A-R-B-U-X-M-A-N on Twitter, where, of course, my direct messages are wide open. Do you have guest ideas, topic suggestions, feedback? Don't hesitate to reach out. If you like the show, then please consider rating it on iTunes and leaving a review, uh, as it really helps the show. I sampled music from Steve Combs's Them from Morning and Springtime and Steve Combs's Small Victory, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons license. I'm trying to hire production assistants to make the production of this podcast easier. I want to make sure that we can add things like show notes and transcripts and, and just generally do more. If you would like to advertise on the show, then please reach out to me. Uh, and if you can't uh, or don't want to advertise but would like to otherwise support the show, then please consider supporting me at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Josh Long for as low as $4 a month. Thanks again. No harm came to any seasons in the making of this podcast.